0: At ViStar, we believe in better. Our members now have access to more than 20,000
1: fee-free ATMs across North America. If you believe that convenience is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval insured by NCUA.
0: And now, from the Daytona Beach News Journal. And he is a lap away from the checkered flag in the Daytona 500. The voice of NASCAR. Austin Dillon wins the 60th running. Motor Mouths with Ken Willis and Godwin Kelly. All right. Ken Willis, Godwin Kelly with uh, one of those occasional off-season Motor Mouths podcasts. I am going to make an executive decision right now. Okay, guys. Okay. Got yep. 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 This is the last time we're going to call it an off-season edition. Beginning next week, it'll be a preseason edition. How about that? How about the minute this pod's done, anything we do pod-related going forward, at least until February eighth, will be a preseason. Preseason followed by regular season, potting. Like preseason thunder. Beginning that first remember full pre-season weekend. Thunder? I remember the good old days, yeah. testing at Daytona. So this
1: is like a test session. Yes, yeah, so this is.
0: Uh, <laughs> nobody tests at Daytona anymore in the winter except Arca, right? They got the early January sports car test and then Arca test.
1: And that's it. Testing, no. testing, no more. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And nobody uh, does many podcasts about racing. <laughs> and and not <laughs> in the preseason
0: or the season. Hey, listen, real quick, let's before we move along uh, to talk about NASCAR proper. That's a quick Rolex 24 review. We actually, the the international racing season started last week with the Rolex 24 at Daytona just this past weekend. What, uh, just your quick uh, synopsis, Mr. Kelly, what do you think? What do you take away from it? What were your, uh,
1: what were your lasting impressions? Okay, so sports car racing is not stock car racing. Wow, that's, all right, moving on. (laughs) <laughs> well you gotta have that. You have to have the mind sure. you have gotcha. to have the mindset. Gotcha. Okay. So sports car racing is all about the cars. Yep. Uh NASCAR racing is all about the drivers. Yep. You I mean you can say it's personality driven. Yeah, it's a celebrity driven sport, uh, so to speak. Okay. So with that in mind, if you just look at the what happened as far as performance on yes. the racetrack, yes. it was amazing. Yep. And uh we had uh, for the first time that i can remember in a long time uh, first time i can remember uh there was no weather issue at all yep. i mean we've had it wasn't too cold wasn't too hot wasn't too cold mm. wasn't too hot sun was out both days mm. um there's been times in the past where it didn't rain but it fogged remember that
0: fogging hey right i yeah. remember that yeah <laughs>
1: you know what i'm taking away glad you asked no, no 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 i'm not done yet okay good lord but uh, so anyway... Maybe this um, will become
0: a preseason podcast.
1: <laughs> so anyway, uh, the uh, winning Cadillac, the number 10 Wayne Taylor racing Cadillac, yes. won for the third time in four years. Yep. The one year that they didn't finish or win, they sat on the pole, so they've, you know, yep. they've been there every year. And what was amazing to me was the stat that you came up with, the distance traveled... In 24 hours by that car, mm-hmm. which was from here to
0: you could go to San, San Francisco, make a sort of a about a 270 degree U turn and go to Santa Cruz.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's, a, that, that's a... all
0: I'm taking away is uh, Kamui Kobayashi. Oh, Kamui! Yeah, the Japanese uh, star, the sports car star from Japan, who drives in the European based. World Endurance Championship, where Le Mans is their big race, where Rolex is the Emsa. Le Mans! Mans. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So, yeah, I would love to see more of him. This was his second year over here, two wins and two tries. He he is the fastest man ever at Le Mans and Le Mans. Yeah. And uh, pretty darn fast over here, too. I would like to see a little more of him, some way, some form, or fashion. Well... It's weird. Because it's fun to say Kamui. Yeah, Kamui. Kobayashi, I've said before. I'd never said Kamui.
1: Kamui. Yeah. Yeah, I I like that Kamui you're wearing. Yes. Well, anyway, uh, you know what's funny about that is um, Wayne Taylor calls him his third son.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Next week, stock cars come in. First weekend, ARCA. No.
1: no. Yep. Stock cars already? Yep, yep, yep. Wait a minute. What happened yep. to Christmas and New Year's? Yeah, I know. And-
0: well, we've got ARCA. we got a 200-mile ARCA race on the first weekend of Speed Weeks, along with the newly rebranded Bush Clash at Daytona. Yep. But it's still got the same uh, newfangled, you know, it's evolved into a 75-lap deal with pit stops and all that. So, it's going well, to look like it has the last several years, but it's just got
1: a new name. The the ARCA race, yeah. uh, I think it's the Lucas Oil 200. Just to give the Lucas Oil people a plug, um, that's a standalone event now. Yeah, which is kind of weird to me because it's only an 80 lap race. Yeah. and it runs Saturday. Yep. And then uh, the next day, they do qualifying. For the front row of the 500? For the front row of the 500. Boy, that's tough. I wouldn't want to say that four times in nope. a row. And then uh, we got the uh, Clash, and it's day- It's in the daytime, Willis. I like that. It's in the daytime. We like that. It ain't even dark yet.
0: That <laughs> 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 defines the <fun>, daytime. <laughs> yeah, uh, they ran the ARCA race and the, uh, and the Bush Clash. On the same day, and I think they ran the Clash at high noon, right? And followed that in the early days of Clash, and they followed that with the Arca race. So it was, uh, I missed the the, uh, being being able to refer to it as Clash and Crash Sunday. Yeah, and then over time, the Arca race became saner than the Clash. The Clash is where you had all the carnage, and the Arca race was, uh, you know, you'd have a wreck or two, but for the most part. You know, they kind of white-knuckled it and uh, behaved themselves, even though people had never driven on any longer in your driveway. <laughs> they went out there and then – but, you know, all hell can break loose at any time. So that's going to be your first week, and it's going to be sort of the Daytona coming out party from a stock with her new, uh with her new <laughs> Ford deal. She's going to be racing the Arca the Arca race, and I assume we're, it won't be long before we start seeing – the tell, you wrote down something here to talk about. Chevy's got a dimple on its butt? Yes. Yeah, tell me about that.
1: So now see Chevrolet, a brand new Chevrolet down here. And uh, I had several to take a picture of the rear bumper. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, why do we want <laughs> the dollars because performance in the last two years? Woo yeah, yeah. to manufacturers and so they went vigorously to the you know, what's going on here. So apparently the the shape it's a Instead of just a flat bumper on the back, yep. it has a dimple. It has a little like indentation that runs the length of the bumper. Interesting. And, and um, apparently that's going to give them some speed or stability or whatever they're looking for. Imagine what some cottage I, cheese would do back there. I just called it a dimple. Don't right. I'm standing Let's Get all by. technical
0: with it. <laughs> uh, back to halfway point. They're, now they're going to be tinkering with the, uh, the length of stages. You know, they went to stage racing. Mm-hmm. And some people hate it. Some people despise it. <laughs> Others just can't stand it. Um,
1: but, I, I just got that. Yeah, did you? Yeah. And
0: uh, one of the kinks there was that uh, – a race was not official until that second stage was complete, even if that second stage was beyond the halfway mark oh, of the yeah, race, right? Yeah, which, yeah. which could happen. Now they're saying, no, no, we're going to go back to that. And I don't know why. Just because it rains, been raining so damn much the last couple of years, they might want to rethink that. But uh, anyway, what, let me. What are you? What's your think of this? What is your takeaway from this uh, experiment we've had the last couple of years with stage racing?
1: Well. I actually think it's uh, interesting because it changes the strategy. Yep. Are you, Do you want to go for a stage point or do you want to, like, hang back and, you know, go for the win? You know, concentrate on getting the checkered flag. So um, in Kyle Busch's case, mm-hmm. he went for stage points. And people are saying, well... He, he didn't win a race, hasn't won a race, yep. blah, blah, blah. But he bankrolled a lot of them, didn't he? But those points, he had 45, 48 points. He, that carried him through the playoffs to the yeah. championship round, and yeah. bingo, he won the race, yeah. and then he won the championship. So so it sounds like uh, all you really got to do is be really, really good and bankroll stage points. <laughs> In the end, you, you got to be well, good. Well, he has – he has basically said you can race for points, kind of like Ryan Newman did. Mm-hmm. And so now that's two two times where it almost worked with Ryan Newman because he finished second yeah. at Homestead, yeah. and it did work with Kyle Busch. Okay. So people are going to focus more and more on those stage point things. So
0: Well, then, though, if it gets to where, some, where it is affecting, negatively affecting, are perceived to be negatively affecting how drivers drive and how the races are run, they can always tweak that too, can't
1: they? I, Yeah, I mean, anything you can, you know. Yeah. As they say, the rules are written in the sand here yeah. at Daytona. Yeah. So, um, But I think overall it's actually helped the quality of racing because you actually, you know, when you're halfway through a race, a lot of times, people are just you know turning laps. They're not working. What? Well, what'd you? Say? <laughs> yep. Yep.
0: All right, I got one more topic on our off season podcast. Off season. Uh, Hall of Fame induction this Friday. Yeah. Next, uh, Hall of Fame class, and this is uh, I'm telling you, we're getting close to we're getting close. Is a uh, Buddy Baker. Buddy Baker. Joe Gibbs, who will be in two halls of fame, right after this. Bobby Labani, who was a NASCAR, who was a Cup Series champ. Tony Stewart, what, two Cup champs or three? I'm forgetting already. He's got three. three. And Waddell Wilson was a uh, legendary. And engine builder. And a big engine guy. Yeah. Uh, Buddy Baker was just a well-loved. Everybody loved Buddy. Won like about 18 times on the Cup Series. Probably, uh, you know, just on, in terms of uh, looking at his uh, on-track resume, uh, probably is not Hall of Fame. But uh, you throw in the larger-than-life personality part of it. Plus, here's the thing: they're they're they are going to keep inducting five every year, regardless of how many votes they get. They're taking the top five every year, and that uh, they're thinning. They are culling the herd to the point where uh, we're going to get in in about five
1: more years. Yeah, that's what I'm planning on. Yeah, I've just already, outlasting. I've already started my speech. Did you? Yeah.
0: To whom it may concern. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh man! To everyone
0: I outlived <laughs> to be here today. Uh, Edsel Ford the Third's going in uh, the old landmark award. You know, yeah. See. Well, for, he the, needed a break. And give the other, the other. And indu- I've, I'm kind of got mixed views on you know putting team owners in the Hall of Fame. I, yeah. Some of them I think are. Uh, I guess you got to give a nod to him, but I just I'm not all that big of a fan of putting the team owners in there. Bobby Labonte, he was kind of sort of buddy, not personality wise, but on track performance, his record. I think he's pretty much Buddy Baker with a championship. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tony Stewart, no brainer. He's he's there. There will continue to be one absolute surefire, no doubt about it, Hall of Famer. Yeah. But it's the rest of the four that you know are going to be susceptible to debate going forward, uh, no doubt. Waddell Wilson, the people who uh, love the gearheads, who love that stuff, you know, that love the guys who built the cars, built the engines, and crew chief, you know, they would say he's very deserving, and I'm certainly not going to argue with them. I don't. I, I think the crew chiefs and engine guys, the guys who made the cars go fast, I think they need to certainly be recognized, and this is one way of doing that. And Robert Yates beat him to the Hall of Fame, but that's the way that goes. That's the way
1: love goes. <laughs> Um, You know, after we get done here, yeah. you want to run over to the Speedway and look at the number 11. Uh, One plug. last time? Is it yeah. about to oh, – is it leaving? No, it's actually gone. Is it gone already? <laughs> that was a trick question is what that was. <laughs> Joe Gibbs asked the Speedway to send it to Charlotte. Yeah. And he wants it as part of the induction ceremony thing. <laughs> so they, they wrapped it up. They sent it up to
0: Charlotte. You know – that seems like a lot of work just to, for background scenery.
1: Joe Gibbs, you know, did, did he offer to pay? You think uh, pay for the gas? More than likely, he threw a couple bucks in the hat and yep. get that thing. But he really wanted to have that car on display for the Hall of Fame induction. Yeah, so, and I think this is this may be the very first time ever. That a car that's you know Daytona 500 winner has Mm -hmm. actually been moved out of there before the day of the 500 the following year. Right. Well, so a a little trivia there. Mm
0: -hmm. All right. Anything else before we go?
1: Uh, You're you're looking good. (laughs) You're looking good. All
0: right. All right. That's uh, that's the last off-season pod of 2019 2020. We are getting dangerously close to uh, live potting from the scene of the crime. <laughs> <Yeah. Live potting. laughs> All right. So next time, Ken Willis, Goblin Kelly, thank you. See ya. Thank you for listening to this episode of Daytona Motor Mouths. To reach the program, please visit DaytonaMotorMouths.com or follow on Twitter at NASCAR Daytona or Facebook at NASCAR Daytona. And thanks for joining us. Daytona Motor Mouths is a production of the Daytona Beach News Journal.